Welcome to Clocking In, Forces of NC Manufacturing. I'm your host, Phil Mintz, Director of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, otherwise known as NCMEP. My role is to drive outreach to NC manufacturers, build relationships to federal and state leaders, and coordinate efforts to drive profitable manufacturing growth in North Carolina. Throughout my time working closely with manufacturers, I have heard the most quirky, curious, and memorable stories. I wanted to turn these stories into a podcast so that others may hear and be informed and inspired. From humble beginnings to manufacturing titans, from tragedy to triumph, I will be interviewing some of these manufacturers who have made North Carolina manufacturing the powerhouse that it is today. In 1815, the first cotton textile mill was created in Lincoln, North Carolina, paving the way for the textile manufacturing in North Carolina, the Tar Heel State. By 1920, North Carolina became the center of the textile manufacturing world. Today, more than 41,000 people work directly in North Carolina's textiles manufacturing sector, and North Carolina leads the nation in total value of $2 billion in textile exports. Located on the campus of NC State, the Wilson College of Textiles is the only one of its kind in the United States devoted entirely to textiles. In recent years, companies from around the world have used the assistance of Wilson College to begin or expand operations in rural North Carolina, bringing hundreds of new jobs and investing more than $100 million, largely due to the access of superior textile education, research, and development. Zeiss Textiles Extension, one of the units of the College of Textiles, works with textile manufacturers to advance economic development, educate the workforce, provide testing services, and promote quality improvement. Wilson College is the newest member of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, or NCMEP, which is a statewide group that uses federal assistance to drive more support to smaller manufacturers across the state. Today, we're clocking in with Melissa Sharp, the Associate Director of Zeiss Textile Extension at the Wilson College of Textiles. While working with the Wilson College of Textiles, Melissa has been Business Development Coordinator and Interim Director of Marketing and Communications. She has experience in business development, economic development, marketing strategies, Lean Six Sigma, textiles, and sustainability. Melissa has a bachelor's in molecular biology and structural biochemistry and is completing a master's in textile chemistry with a minor in microbiology from NC State. Melissa, thank you for taking time to speak with us. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you? Uh, pretty good. So it's always interesting to find out, you know, how people got to where they are today, especially our leaders. So how did you get started in textiles? Was it something in your childhood that influenced your interest in knitting and weaving and the chemistry of textiles or things like that? Actually, no, I sort of fell into it by accident. Uh, I was uh, finishing up my undergraduate at NC State and needed an on-campus job just to make a little money to help me finish school. Lucked into a job at Textiles just as a student worker. Really fell in love with it. My background is in biochemistry. That's my undergrad degree from NC State. I've always been interested in medical things and chemistry and science and, and physiology. Um, and so as I got to know more about textiles while I was working there as a student, I really realized how broad it is as an industry and how it touches so many different things in our, our everyday lives. But 
in other ways too, in medical textiles and implantable devices and uh, tissue generation and, but, you know, also things like automotive and aerospace. Yeah. And so uh, that really pulled me in because I never know uh, what, what kind of projects are going to walk through the door in a day. I never can really anticipate the different types of industries and entrepreneurs will engage with. And that keeps it really fresh and exciting. Yeah, I guess uh, Texas is a whole lot more than sewing together t-shirts and underwear, right? I mean, that's what everybody thinks. It is, it is. I think, you know, that that is what most people associate with textiles. We put it on our bodies every day and it's an integral part of our lives and, in, in, you know, in both our clothing and our home textiles, carpets and upholstery. But it, it touches so many lives in many other ways too. And, you know, we, we can make, heart valves and vein grafts from textiles and hernia meshes, and we can grow cells and organs through the use of textiles, you know, and it's in your, it's in your car, it's in your airplanes that we take. It's, it's pretty much in every different aspect of our lives, you know, from, from day to day that you can think of, there's probably a textile involved. Yeah. You know, I read in the intro about how long the college has been around and how long, you know, North Carolina has been kind of a leader in textiles. Talk a bit about the college and what it does to help manufacturers with, you know, textile development and improvements. Sure. So the college has been around since 1899, as you mentioned earlier. So we have a long history with the textile industry, just like North Carolina has a long industry with the textile history with the textile industry. You know, it's evolved together um, as things have changed. We all know that textiles has undergone some major changes in our state over the years from being a major employer to having quite a a downturn and now some resurgence in that area. Our college, one, uh, is an an academic unit. So we produce the largest number of textile graduates of any textile program in the United States. And we are the only standalone college of textiles. And that allows us to be very comprehensive. So we not only have apparel and sort of that front end side that a lot of people see with retail and manufacturing um, apparel and branding, but we also go all the way down to the chemistry level. Um, And so our degree programs really cover the full gamut of the industry. We like to say molecule to market because that's really what we do. We cover everything from that very basic chemistry science all the way forward through retail and apparel, fashion design, and even consumer behavior analysis and things like that. So, So it's a really comprehensive program. But then we also have some industry-facing units within the college. So we have our Textile Protection and Comfort Center, which is really focused on personal protective equipment for our firefighters and other types of first responders to do a lot of testing for that industry and, and really help drive innovation to make sure that they have the best materials and garments and garment systems available to protect them in their jobs. And then we have Size Textiles Extension, which does a lot of work. So we partner with our economic developers across the state of North Carolina to help recruit companies to North Carolina. We also help with workforce development. So we offer textile training and we also offer Lean Six Sigma training to help companies really train up their workforce and make sure that they have the skills that are needed to complete their job successfully. And then we also have fabrication and testing services within the college that allow us to develop fabric and textile prototypes for our industry clients and really fill that need for them to have sort of a small scale research and development arm without having to incur those costs internally. So we serve the industry in many, many different ways. So how does your textile extension program work? Do you have people who go out to companies and identify needs or do do people just know you as being at the college and they just reach out? We do a bit of both. So we have uh, obviously a, a pretty strong reputation in the state, you know, sort of being focused on textiles and the textile industry weight that we have here in the state. 
we have a lot of word of mouth where people just know that we offer these services and come to us, but we will also work with customers to develop custom training, other services for them to help make sure that they have all of their needs met. And that's one of the reasons we're very excited to be a partner of the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, because it really broadens our network and really ties us into this larger network of manufacturing and manufacturers across the state and beyond. So I suppose that as textile industry has evolved, the college gets involved in some really neat, interesting new ways of doing things, right? Uh, Can you think of one or two things that you've seen uh, develop over the last few years that's pretty exciting? Sure. Yes. I I mean, I think so many of our projects are exciting and they they touch so many different facets of, of the world and some of the grand challenges of society even. Uh, So, I mean, one obvious tie-in is mask production for, um, in response to the pandemic. So we were at the forefront of helping to ramp up companies to make the switch over to producing PPE, which allowed them to, one, diversify and keep their doors open during a time that many manufacturers were having to close down. And then it also um, allowed us to produce masks internally to even help support the university and protect our employees during the early points of the pandemic when masks were hard to come by. So that's one really exciting piece. And then, you know, beyond beyond just sort of that initial switchover, we were doing a lot of research on materials and, and construction of masks to help make sure that they, they were meeting standards and even exceeding standards. And that was a, a lot of that was in partnership with our non-Women's Institute. But other things, we have a researcher right now that has heart cells that grow right on textiles and they beat in the Petri dish. And that's one of the coolest things I've seen in a very long time. And then we have researchers who are working on different types of chemistry from our dye chemistry back. So we have a a dye library that has a huge list of of the chemistries that are in uh, textile dyes. And those have a broad range of applications beyond colorant. And so things like cancer treatments, other types of pharmaceuticals have come from the dye chemistry industry. And so we've done a lot of work with categorizing those and looking at those different molecules to understand how they might be of use in other ways beyond just colorant. So that's really exciting. And then I think one of the biggest things that we've focused on recently is sustainability. So looking at ways that we can make the fiber sources more sustainable, avoiding the use of wellhead uh, chemicals that come out of the the oil derricks and finding novel sources of fiber. So hemp is a really exciting area for that. We've uh, started to grow hemp here in North Carolina. Textiles and agriculture have been hand in hand for a long time with cotton and hemp. And so seeing that come back provides not only an opportunity for innovation in textiles, but also an opportunity for our farmers to have another opportunity to to increase their revenue sources from their fields by being not only a grower, but also a processor of the hemp right alongside. So that's really exciting as well. Yeah. So I know it's called the Wilson College of Textiles, but you know, that yeah, your work is a strong relationship with engineering, right? Absolutely. How do, how do you interact with the College of Engineering? What, what kinds of work do you do together? Well, so right now, uh, one of the ways that we're working together is actually on a workforce development grant in congruence with our community colleges. And we see, so one of the things with textiles that we hear a lot about is the lack of skilled workforce in the operator category. So NC State provides a lot of graduates, you know, with four-year degrees who are in the management and research and development side of, of textile production. Uh, but what we don't do as a university is train operators and mechanics and things like that that are also necessary to keep manufacturers operating. And so we know that partnering with our community colleges is a really important part of our work for ensuring that our textile companies are successful now and in the future. 
Um, and so this grant that we are working on in conjunction with IES and the College of Engineering and also with our community college partners in Gaston and Catawba are, is, is really focused on developing that workforce model for the state for the textiles industry. And we're really excited about that. And, and also when you think about it, there's a lot of machinery, there's a lot of automation, there are you know, so many aspects that are directly connected to engineering. And we have a dual degree program called textile engineering between our college and the College of Engineering. So, so we're tied together in many, many different ways and, and work very well together, I think. So tell me a little bit about your, your research area. You, you say you, you're getting a master's in textile chemistry. What are some of the things that you're interested in? My master's research is really focused on looking at bacterially produced polymers. So these are bacteria that you can feed. They're engineered when you feed them vegetable oils and they produce polymers that we can then extract and turn into pellet and then that can be further processed into fiber. Um, and the really cool thing about that is if bacteria can make them, bacteria can generally also eat them, which means that we are looking at models for doing a circular economy type product where we're able to reclaim the product at the end of its useful life, degrade that enzymatically or through the use of, of engineered bacteria, break that back down into its base components, use that as feedstock for new plant growth, which then produce new oils for us to produce new virgin polymer. And so that's really exciting. And it's really a neat new area for the textiles industry. There's quite a bit of textiles that make it to the landfill each year. And oftentimes they're made with materials that don't readily degrade. Um, and so looking at ways that we can reduce that impact on our environment is really exciting um, and, a, and a big growth area for the textiles industry. We're seeing a lot of innovation in that way right now. Wow, that uh, gives a new meaning for the old Lion King circle of life. Yes, yeah. So uh, circular economy, I think, is, is our, you know, it's our next step in sustainability, and, and it's really exciting. Yeah, so we look forward to, to seeing your, your results of that. Thank so you. Just give me your take on kind of how the textile industry in North Carolina is advancing or thriving. You know, you know I think that the whole conversation over the last few years is about how, you know, textile industry's gone, we don't do anything, and I mean, that's with all manufacturing, but textile specific, it seems to be this old beat down industry that's, you know, that's not around and there's no real reason to care about it. So what, what do you see that goes against that? Sure. So, you know, first I would challenge that mindset. And I think if you step into many of our manufacturing facilities today, they are not the manufacturing facilities of 20, 30, 40 years ago. They're bright, they're clean, they're run at sort of these optimal, you know, they have ISO certifications and they're optimized. There are a lot of robotics involved. You know, I went to a plant not long ago that, you know, was just enormous and everything is transferred on these robots similar to what Amazon does. So I mean, we're using some of these same technology platforms that you hear in these high-tech companies, but I think people don't associate our types of manufacturing with that, that high level of technology. So I, I would say, you know, one of our major challenges is sort of looking at that mindset and how do we overcome it and make textiles sort of a more viable career choice in the minds of both parents and potential students. And so, you know, we've touched on sustainability. I think that's a huge advancement area for textiles. You know, know that we have a huge impact on the environment in general um, through the use of, of materials that come from oil, as well as, you know, the processing uh, that occurs and the wastewater and then the end of life products. So we're looking at all those different aspects and those are major areas of advance advancement. A personal protective equipment is another area 
So we've made huge advances in being able to better protect, particularly our firefighters, by in introducing novel materials and reducing the loads that they have to carry and, and making sure that they have emergency supplies to protect them as well through fire shelter research. Medical textiles is another major area of advancement. You know, we are making implantable devices. Polymers erode in the body if you use the certain types of polymers, and so they make excellent implantable drug delivery devices. Uh, so that's an exciting field. And then understanding, too, our, the way that our body interacts with the clothes that we wear and can we use our, our apparel to, you know, enhance our health. And so that's another major research area. We, you know, we've started to really recognize our skin as being something that's biologically active with the things that are on it, with our clothing and other things. And so are there things that are causing detriment? And can we also, you know, do things to the surface of our clothing or embed things in our clothing that can improve our health? So wow. lots of lots of really cool advancements. And, you know, that's only a small piece of the things that we're working on. And so yeah, and it's still called textiles, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, I think that's, we're struggling with that, I think, as a society. Yeah. I mean, what, is, what does textiles really mean? And, and because it's high tech, maybe people don't think it's textiles. Yes, and I think, so that's, you know, part of the work that we're doing with our workforce development grant is to look at how we can change some of that narrative around what textiles are and how they impact our lives. And so that people have a better understanding that not only is that high tech, they're, you know, there's also the artisan aspect of it, which I think has seen a big resurgence lately too, to see individuals and artisans really crafting with different types of things, not just textiles, but I mean, we've seen it with bread, right? Everybody's a, a sourdough artist now since the pandemic. So um, I think there's sort of an aspect of that, but, but really helping people to understand that this is an industry that is not only relevant now, but will be relevant, you know, forever because of the ways in which we've embedded ourselves in all these different different other industries that we provide, you know, sort of critical pieces to. We've got a lot of work to do in that, in that regard. And we still have Melissa growing our circular textiles mm. with, with, the, with the microbes and things like that. So That's right. So, I mean, if you're a chemist, you can do textiles. If you're an engineer, you can do textiles. If you are interested in medicine, you can do textiles. If you are interested in, in advanced materials, you can do textiles. You know, so, I mean, there's, there's so many other words that we can associate with textiles to, to make it really a viable industry for a career choice. And I think, you know, that's one of the things that we've got to communicate a little bit better. Yeah. And Melissa, that's one of the things that we're going to be working together on as a part of the, the MEP program. It's just, to, again, it's, you know, the manufacturing narrative is something that we have to continue to, 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 to work hard to, to help people understand how important manufacturing is. And so I look forward to working with you and your team. Uh, going forward to to take that message out there and make sure that people understand that you know this is a viable business and we should care about it and we should make sure our kids understand what the opportunities are there so absolutely I think you know one of the key things to understand is that manufacturing in general it's beyond just the jobs that it creates in that particular factory but it has a multiplier as well so the textile industry generally has a three times multiplier. So for every job we create, you know, in a textile plant, it supports three other jobs out in the community. And so I think that's a really important aspect for folks to understand that manufacturing is bigger than just the jobs that are directly in the plants. It really supports the community and can make or break our rural areas. And so I think that's, a, that's another thing to focus on is how do we support our rural communities to make them viable choices for our textile companies and other manufacturers as well. 
Yeah, okay, great. So we've been speaking with Melissa Sharp from the Wilson College of Textiles at NC State University. And again, Melissa, we appreciate your time you've given us today. And again, I look forward to actually seeing you somewhere soon out there and maybe one of these textile manufacturing plants or just in your labs down there. There's some exciting things that you're doing uh, in the College of Textiles. That's a beautiful building you have there. And it's just amazing of how many nooks and crannies you have as you start going down below. We, we look forward to seeing some of that. Absolutely. And, and we, we're looking forward to being back in person and, and hosting some tours. And so anyone that's interested, we have 30,000 square feet of manufacturing and testing facility right in the college. So we'd love to have anyone come for a visit. All right. So Melissa, give my regards to Dean Hinks and we'll, we look forward to seeing you as soon as possible. All right. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. You too. Thank you for joining today's Clocking In, Voices of NC Manufacturing. This podcast is brought to you by NC State's College of Engineering, the North Carolina Manufacturing Extension Partnership, and Industry Expansion Solutions. If you'd like to learn more about the solutions NCMEP offers, go to www.ncmep.org. Want to listen to previous Clocking In podcasts? Go to ncmep.org slash clocking in.